What is going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the greatest sports talk show in the southwestern corner of Kentucky. Somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah, just like a very small circle area. Yeah. But anyways, welcome back. Another division episode. Yeah, boy. Here with Derek, as always. And we're fixing to talk some football and have a blast. The first game is this week, people. I know it's a Hall of Fame game. It's but preseason, but it's still... It's, it's, it's football. It is football. Um, and I'm pumped. So, I got a couple things that I want to rant about. First things first. I know, Go I know, ahead. I know we're talking about um, we're talking about divisions, but... So Madden rankings came out. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Well, that's that's what we're doing right now. We're gonna throw this in there. I I did not tell Brady that I wanted to talk about this. I'm just gonna randomly throw this out there. We are throwing some so, shade towards Madden. Yeah, I, I wish I would know people that work in Madden because I would give them a lot of grief about. Mostly, there, there's one thing I, I don't understand: how you have Aaron Rodgers as the third-rated quarterback in Madden. The MVP should always be the 99 overall. Exactly. Like, that should should not even be a question. Like, I, I don't know... I, I don't know what someone is smoking. Like, I don't know what Madden is smoking that Aaron Rodgers... Whoever as, does... As far as talent goes, he is better than Tom Brady. As far as just... If you're strictly going off of talent... Is it because both of those made it to the Super Bowl? The it has t- to be. But that's not enough for me. I'm sorry. Or is it because both of those are on the cover of the game? That, too. I, I, don't, I don't know. But it, it's it's... So there was that. That was the main thing, though. It's like, in my opinion, the MVP should always be the highest rated at whatever position MVP is. Like, if it's a yeah. running back, then he should be. That was the other thing. Christian McCaffrey is rated as the highest running back, and Derrick Henry is not after a two thousand yard season. And after McCaffrey's and been hurt, the, a what lot. Is a, what does a running time. back do? He runs. He runs. What does Christian McCaffrey do more than run? He He's more of a of a pass catcher, running back. Yeah. You know, he's more of a catching running back than he is a... I mean, he's a good running back. But it is called running back for a reason. And... You know... Derrick Henry's... Is an actual ju- yeah. running back. Derrick Henry's, like, above McCaffrey when it comes to straight up running. That's what I'm saying. And, like, I get that you need to be, like, a lot of things you want to be... You want a pass catching back that that can do things out of the backfield and all that stuff. I, I totally understand that. But I just, I don't know how you have an MVP is not the highest quarterback. You have a 2,000 rusher is not the highest running back. I mean, where, what are they, what are they smoking here? I don't and, know. And, and they had Josh. I'm a Bears fan and I don't even like the Packers and I'm still mad about Aaron Rodgers not being, like, he's the MVP. Exactly. And another thing too, they had Josh Allen that that was something else. They had who I forget exact like Derek's gonna look it up here real quick. But they I had forgot. Josh Allen behind uh Lamar Jackson. And again, what does Lamar Jackson do best? He runs the ball. It's not what quarterbacks are meant to do, right? Not in my opinion. And Josh Allen can run the ball too. Sure he's not as fast as Lamar or as like explosive that way in running. But he's a good runner, and he has a better arm, and he's just an all-around better thrower. And they had him at, like, I think it was, like, eight or something like that, maybe seven. They had him outside the top five. And they had Deshaun Watson at, like, number six, 
who when he's like out there and stuff, he's like so the best. So yeah, they have they have Josh Allen at eighty eight. He's not even he's not even rated at above ninety. Which is and ridiculous. It's a, joke. it's a joke because you got Lamar Jackson, and I get Lamar Jackson's did a lot of good things, but you got Lamar Jackson, um, and Deshaun Watson at ninety, who had a four and twelve record. I don't care that he had a bad roster. If you're if you're a ninety overall quarterback or what everybody says Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson is, then you should be pulling your team to at least a seven win season. Yeah. At least. I feel like Josh Allen for jo- for a lot of the season, you know, we were we were harping on him, you know, early on. They struggled a little they bit. They had those like three weeks in a row, four yeah. weeks in a row where he was struggling a little but bit. But after that he was MVP candidate the rest of the year. Yeah. AFC championship game. I mean, like, how how do you not have him? And it, it, a lot of that is due to him playing at such a high level. Okay, can you name off the 10 quarterbacks real quick? So they got Tom Brady at number two. or Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, 99. I, I get it. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is at that level. I just don't agree with not having Rodgers up there with two. And then you got Tom Brady at 97. Aaron Rodgers at 96, BS. Russell Wilson at 94, don't have a problem with that. Lamar Jackson, 94, I really don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with Deshaun Watson being ahead of Josh Allen. More than I have a problem with Lamar Jackson being ahead of Josh Allen. Because I feel like Josh Allen did more recently than what Deshaun Watson has. as far as Yeah, and though, though, Derek, how do you not have a problem with him behind Lamar? Lamar Jackson has has been an MVP already. I like I I get that, and he had, you know. But why did he have the MVP? I'm I'm just saying. Then you got Dak Prescott and Ryan Tannehill at 87. I don't hate that. I think Ryan Tannehill could be higher, and uh, Matt Ryan at 85. I, like I, here's one thing I would change. I would put Kyler Murray in that 10th spot instead of Matt Ryan. Yeah, you could. I, I want to see more out of Kyler Murray before that, but. I just, yeah, and uh, yeah, the I would preferably have Josh Allen above Lamar Jackson, right behind Russell Wilson, because I wouldn't put him ahead of Russell Wilson yet. <laughs> but I do understand Lamar Jackson is MVP. Deshaun Watson is the main one I had I had an issue with. Like he hasn't been like, like at his... least at least give Josh Allen a ninety rating. Like, yeah, to be under ninety after being in the AFC Championship game. Making a huge jump like he did, I, I just I don't agree with it. There's one other thing on the Madden rankings I wanted to uh, talk about, and that was the receivers. And you know where I'm going with this. Oh yeah. Um, Trust me, I'm just as, uh, as upset with this one as. Devontae Adams was actually uh, 99, so I didn't. I that was I agreed with that one. Yeah, like Devontae Adams, know. you know. In my opinion, like him and D Hop, that that could be interchangeable. Yeah, for me. No, I, I like I yeah that, that that part didn't bother me. Um, and if I can pull this list up real quick, I think it was like Adams and then Hopkins, right? Were those not the first two? So top ten: Devontae Adams ninety nine, DeAndre Hopkins ninety eight, Tyreek Hill ninety eight, Stephon Diggs ninety seven, Julio Jones ninety five, Michael Thomas ninety four, Keenan Allen ninety three. Amari Cooper, 92, Mike Evans, 91, and Allen Robinson, 90. I, I have a little bit of a problem with Amari Cooper being that high. I agree. Like, a little bit. 
I get it. He's got a lot of talent, but I, I do have a little bit of a problem having him that high. And another one, too, is kind of for me, it's Michael Thomas. Because, I mean, I get it was because of injury. But, like, if you miss a year because of injury, you should be a lot lower than what, like, you should be, like, at least, like, in the lower 90s. Like Yeah. No, I, I get it. It's just... Do you have the... They they made, like, a 11 to 20 list. Do you have that one? I'm trying to find that one. I, I do know the, the other thing was... AJ Brown isn't even in the top twenty, and I'm not even I'm not even a homer at all. Well, you're not. But a I don't see how there's twenty receivers that are better than AJ Brown. Like I, I just don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure whoever did the Madden, whoever does the Madden rating, ratings, got dropped as a kid or something on his head. There was I had a, I had a problem with pretty much every position with like I had an issue with the safeties. Huge issue with the safety. Oh, yeah. Tyron Matthew, number one, which, you know, Super Bowl. Minka Fitzpatrick, was, he wasn't even... He was like an 89, wasn't he? Yeah. Or 88 not even, overall? Yeah. And he's like the best safety in the game right mm-hmm. now. Like Just ridiculous. Madden, if, you're li- if somehow one of your people, <laughs> like, miracle type stuff, hears this podcast, fix your ratings, yeah. please. I, I I was I was looking at these ratings as it came out. I was I like the main one that pissed me off though was the Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. not being ninety nine. MVP, how do you not put him ninety nine? I just I, I don't understand it. Yeah, me neither. Um but Any. anyhow, so ranting is done. Back to the main part of the episode. Yeah. AFC East. Yeah, so And I feel like we need to start with, you know Let's start let's go from worst to the best. How about that? All right. Uh, let's, Jets. Let's do that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's start with the Jets. All right. So the Jets for me, right? I feel like they made a, you know, uh, an improvement this off season. Yeah, they got rid of what's his face. Adam Gase. Yeah. So yeah. That, that in itself, they would have been better without a head coach than having him yeah, as a head coach. Exactly. Like they that's should, literally how I feel. They had Joe Flacco like, last year, right? Yeah, they did. They should have just pulled him off the side, have, let him be coach. Yep. I uh, agree. That in itself, in itself, should buy them at least a few wins. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that in itself was a really big move yeah. for him. But uh, they got uh, some weapons for, you know, not to mention they got uh, Zach Wilson, but they got some weapons for him. Corey, they got Corey Davis from the Titans, uh, Elijah Molden in the draft. I think that's his name. I think you're right, yep. Yeah. And they just, all around, I think, upgrade a little bit. Now it's just to see if the new head coach, you know, can come in and just, and if Zach Wilson, like, you know, lives up to his number two pick potential. Yeah. No, I I feel like the the Jets are, like, let's just say they're, you know, last year we we gave them so much crap about how bad they were Mm -hmm. and how many other other teams are better than them. I, I don't feel... I feel like they're a team that could surprise you, actually. Like, their division is a little tough because of the coaches they face. You know, mm-hmm. you got Brian Flores with the Dolphins, Bill Belichick, and then... Um, Doug my, McDermott. Doug McDermott. Um, and they're all really good coaches. That part I don't like, but I feel like Robert Sala, or Sala, however you say his name, you know, he, he's been in the NFL for a while, and then I think... 
just knowing how um, Kyle Shanahan got things done and with the 49ers, so I feel like that gives him a, a good opportunity with, with a young team. And I really like, so I, I watched a video, uh, I think it was earlier today or yesterday, of, of Zach Wilson throwing to Corey Davis. And I know it's just training camp and all that stuff, but like I feel like Corey Davis getting a, getting a new start somewhere with a young, new quarterback, you know, it's like a fresh start. I feel like you could you could see something something special starting up. Like it's yeah. just some just like, some chemistry and all that stuff. I feel like that's that's where you start. You know, yeah. as as a young rookie quarterback, I feel like you just gotta find a guy that you trust throwing to, and you got you just gotta feed him the ball. Yeah, uh, me being a Titans fan, I obviously love Corey Davis. Uh, didn't pan out uh, the first few years, like you know it's supposed to. Uh, what we spent? What we get him like fifth overall pick? Yeah, and he didn't live up to that potential in Tennessee until last year. What was he like? Uh, I think he was fifteen yards behind a thousand yards, right? And last year was really like by far the best season he had, and I think that he has the potential to be get a lot better and stuff. And then I think his name, I, I. Pretty positive I'm not wrong on his name. Elijah Moore. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It is Elijah Moore. Uh, from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Like, that's someone that A.J. Brown really was pushing for the Titans to get. And he looks like he has a lot of potential, you know, uh, quick receiver. And, uh, you know, the, that team is really young, and they got potential for a few years. That, that's what I'm saying. And, and, yeah, you got some, you got some young players on that. That's... Like Elijah Moore was the other was the other receiver that I feel like, you know, coming in the same draft as Zach Wilson. It's you know you got that potential if you can get something special as far as chemistry and stuff goes. All you gotta do is get your coach right and and get a little help from your defense. And and their defense wasn't awful. It wasn't. It was more they just last year they they didn't have anything like their special teams was bad. Their defense nothing was, bad. was going like, for them at all. And that comes from coaching. Like when you don't have like, anything. For example, that Raiders game. Which one? The Raiders game against the Jets last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Derek Carr threw it deep to Henry Ruggs. Yep. That's all coaching. Yeah. That they lost that game. Yep. Because there is no reason that those corners should have been playing even close that near that close, especially Elijah against. Was actually from Mississippi. No we miss. I thought he played with Adrian Brown. Is Adrian Brown from Mississippi? No. It says Mississippi though. I uh, was thinking too. Or I was thinking. I thought he played Ole with Adrian Brown but. at Ole Miss. Is Adrian Brown from Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought. Anyhow, regardless, he looks like a really good player, and it's just this coach cannot be worse than what Adam Gase was. Oh, there's like. I actually like if you look at if you look at what Robert Sala did at with the 49ers and the way he ran that defense. He was a huge part of the way that defense did its thing. Like that that was even with all their injuries, they were a competitive defense. Who's their coach? Robert Sala. I'm trying to put a face to him. He's that that bald dude. That bald dude. Yeah. That yeah. Fly looking human. Yeah, he's a he's a neat guy. Yeah. Um No, he he's someone that I I think that's a good opportunity. The only issue I have is Zach Wilson being a rookie quarterback. He needs a good, uh, good offensive mind to help him. Yeah. And a lot of times you want that to be your your head coach, but 
Yeah. Yeah, depending on... And I was watching NFL Network today, and they were going through their offensive line, and uh, their offensive line isn't half bad either. Like, no. it's, it's made a jump, and they got the pieces there. All they need to do is execute and just execute on your opportunities and, you know... Don't make like Zach Wilson needs to make, be efficient and not make those rookie mistakes. Yeah, he he just well, he's gonna have his rookie oh, mistakes. Oh, I know. Like that that's gonna come. It's not, just let me rephrase it. Not have like disastrous, disastrous, games, like like yeah, to where you lose confidence and that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I think I think it'll be a like he's gonna be a week one starter. Everybody, mm-hmm. my my biggest my biggest setback with them is they don't really have a veteran quarterback backup quarterback to even mentor him. Like if I'm if I'm them, I'm I would have brought Joe Flacco back if at all possible. I'd go out and get or get a guy like Nick Foles, or Mariota, or whatever it is. There's there's just someone that's been in the league for a few that, years. Yeah, that, that can sort of help you. You know, uh, yeah. And, I'm not even sure who the backup is right now, but yeah, uh, they got potential. I really like the Jets. I like them a lot better than I did last year. Um, put it this way, last year they were like the worst team in the NFL, you know, besides mm-hmm. the Jags. Uh, but even the Jags, I don't, like, the Jags seem better than what they were. They, they do, like, and I, and I think a lot of that has to do with draft. Now, now we just find out what these draft picks do. Yeah. Like, like, let's say that, that, uh, Zach Wilson really struggles and Elijah Moore really doesn't uh, do a very good job at creating separation. He doesn't have a big year, um, which I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of times that can be looked back at, at your coach, but then you're looking at, well, did they really get any better? Let's say the offensive line takes a step back. You know, supposedly they they made improvements and all that stuff. They added some guys and all that. But if they take a step back and uh, Zach Wilson's running for his life all day, well, they're not going to win any games like that. Um, or their defense takes a step back now that now that uh, their head coach goes from being a defensive coordinator to a head coach. Sometimes that makes him, you know, you sort of lose the the touch you had with with what you're special at. You know, sometimes people are good at one thing; they're not good at everything. Head coach, you do a little bit of everything. Um, but no, we'll, we'll see. I I do feel like their their arrow is pointed up. Like that's, yeah, I I do feel like. Uh, they they made some good moves, but I feel like they won't have the number one pick. No, I no. I don't. I feel like they're I, gonna. I wouldn't even be surprised if they would be a six and you know a six team. win seven like something like that six, six five to seven win team something yeah like that. something like that maybe yeah. maybe eight uh, I mean they have the talent that's the, the, the thing the only reason I would. Like there again, the only reason I don't, I wouldn't say more than six would be it's because of their division. Yeah, I just all three of those coaches that they play against are are really good defensive head mm-hmm. coaches. Yeah, and I just they're gonna tear apart a rookie quarterback. That's that's yeah. sort of my feeling with like that. he's got to play Bill Zach Wilson's got to play Bill Belichick twice, and we we know his his uh, record. A Dolphins defense that has had what nineteen take turnover or takeaways now. Yeah, something or, like that. or nineteen games with a takeaway in a row. Yeah, didn't so. they almost break a record now? I I think so. They're they're really close. Yeah. Um, and then a Bills defense that's going to be better than it was last year with Josh Allen 
you know, ugh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then we go to the Dolphins. And for me, this team, you know, they improved with their weapons, got Waddle and stuff, and for me, it all, it all comes down to quarterback play. If Tua can come out there and show why he was the pick that he was and come out there and, you know, take some risk, but take necessary risk. And, like, it seemed last year like they kind of dink and dunked a little bit and stuff. And he, so, made, some, he made some good plays and stuff. And, uh, but I'm not, I just, I don't, I don't trust him yet. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see what he does this year. Like, so I look at the, the three quarterbacks, three first round picks, you know, Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously everybody's going to take Burrow and they're going to take Herbert over Tua. Yeah. And, and why is that? Because Burrow, they, they, Burrow's just got that it factor. He's just going to make plays. Herbert's got an unreally talented arm and he's huge and he's got some wheels on him. Well, they both proved it more than yeah. what Tua has. And Tua really don't have... Yeah, he's pretty athletic. He's pretty mobile. But he's not better than Lamar Jackson. He's not better than Kyler Murray. He's not better than Russell Wilson as far as running around. He's, not, barely he's not even, even better than Mariota. He's not even... Wait, you saying arm or as just far as, as far as running around. His, he's like, he's barely ability. as good as even Herbert and that, Burrow. That's what I'm saying. And then you look at arm talent. Well, Herbert's got a stronger arm. Burrow's got a stronger arm. Kyler Murray's got a stronger arm. Dak Prescott, well... Yeah, I would actually say Dak Prescott's probably got a stronger arm. My point is, I don't see a lot of like arm talent. And then you go to his—he's not this tall dude that can see over a defensive line mm-hmm. either. So he, there's really nothing that like that it just, factor type special. Yeah, thing about that just him. stands out about. Him. Now he could prove us wrong. Really, Tom Brady never had any of that either. You know, except he just—he has IQ though. Well, yeah, he does, but. He just wanted it more than everybody else, mm-hmm. and and we'll we'll find out with Tua this year. I, I do think having a defense like them, you know, when Russell Wilson got in the league, um, he had the Legion of Boom helping him all the time, and that mm-hmm. that helps a young quarterback more than about anything. So I do think he he has that to to help him, and uh, I do think uh, Brian Flores is a really really good head coach, and he's gonna he's gonna. They're going to surround him with the best possible players. But, yeah, I, I don't think... There again, we go back to, can you beat a team like the Patriots and the Bills? Right now, I don't believe Tua can. Mm-mm. I just I don't see it. So, I'm moving to the defensive side of the ball here. Um, I think one of the main players on that Dolphins defense is, obviously, like, Xavier uh, Howard. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, requested a trade, right? So, the Bears lost Kyle Fuller, right? Not gonna happen. <laughs> Not at all. Not a chance. No, they gave up. They gave up two first rounders for Justin Fields. Oh, they did. Or a first rounder, and I can't remember what all it was. But they gave quite a bit up for Justin Fields. They don't have the the picks and stuff to you, get. You'd have to give a player. And I, I'm not sure who you're gonna give that's gonna be worth it for the Dolphins to. Unless, the only way I would see that is is if you could convince them about middle of the season, after they start, that they need Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. Yeah. And, and then, and then picks. That's what I'm saying. If Tua looks really bad or gets hurt and 
They really, they need, really a, need a quarterback. No. You could do that and then some picks. And but I still think it would it would all depend on on how bad like if the Bears are at all desperate for a, a cornerback, then they're gonna have to give up a lot to get him. Yeah. So it's I don't see it ever like I don't even think even with even if they would need a quarterback, I, I don't see them being able to afford him. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't. I I would actually personally I think a team like the Seahawks could go after Xavier Howard. They need him. They would, yeah. And that's that's why I think you could I think you could they could do something to make that work. Xavier Howard's that lockdown type of dude and you pair him up with Jamal Adams. Yeah. And Jamal Adams could actually try to be a safety and cover like, you know, one half. And not need to worry about the receiver that Howard's on because Howard is that lockdown type corner. But my question is, does does Xavier Howard, and I have to wonder about like so Chandler Jones came out, you know, he wants he wants out of uh, Arizona. Um, now Xavier Howard wants out of uh, Miami. Does um does that have anything to do with? Is that all strictly money, or does that have anything to do with uh, your roster, maybe? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I do. <clears throat> and, Sorry, uh, I got distracted there for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, it's been that long or whatever. Uh, that, how long has he been here? What age is he? Like, 32? Is he No. He's still young, Chandler bro. Jones. Oh, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably somewhere in there. I, I don't actually know. I just... Chandler Jones confused me a little bit more because, like, they're an up-and-coming team. But Xavier and Howard, I can see how how you're how you're wanting to uh, leave. But I, I feel like it a lot of that has to do with uh, your quarterback too. If you don't trust who who you got as a quarterback, then you won't do it either. Yeah, which I don't see. I'm confused on why Xavier and Howard would wanna leave a defense that's as good as that defense is right now just because he thinks that there's no shot of them making it to the postseason well like if if you look at your quarterback so even if he's not throwing you the ball like somebody some people would say like a wide receiver mm-hmm. will leave even like a, like Devonte adams if if the, if aaron Rodgers does leave Devonte adams ain't sticking around that's probably true yeah unless he's getting paid better than any other receivers are but also other players will do the same yeah uh as far as, like, if he if he don't think that uh, that his quarterback's going to get it done and he don't have faith in his quarterback, whether he's on the defense side of the ball or not, why not? If I can go if I can go somewhere else and actually have a, a, a competent quarterback or someone I feel like is better for us, mm-hmm. then, yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I get that. I I personally, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm doing everything I can to keep him. Like that's that's that's. I how, mean, he's such a key part in their defense yeah. that, like, wasn't he a leader in interceptions last year? Yeah, he was close. I think he might have been. I could be wrong, but yeah. On to the Patriots. Now the Patriots spent, but tons of money in free agency, true, true, true. and have like one of the best tight end duos now with. Hunter Henry and John Smith. 
you know, have Cam Newton drafted Mac Jones, see what he's going to do. He kind of looks like a Tom Brady out of the draft, you know, unathletic, you know, kind of in that sense and stuff. Their defense is, you know, one of Bill Belichick's defenses and stuff. So what do you think about this team? So one of the one of the most underrated things that a court like or the best things a quarterback for a quarterback is a safety safety net basically. Mm-hmm. And nobody's better than that than a tight end. Yeah. And now they have two really good ones. Yeah, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. And I'm just like Cam Newton, you know, that was uh Greg Olson's best years was with Cam Newton. Yeah. And I'm a little bit worried about the receivers. I still am, but when it comes to their running backs and tight ends, they're sacked. They're 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 ready to go. Like like uh, Sony Michelle is is a solid running back. He's not as good out of the backfield. Um, James White, uh, Damian Harris is yeah. up and coming. I think Damian Harris has the potential to be one of the best. Well, they've always been they've always been the type of team. They're going to have like three or four running backs that they go through. If one's hot and doing doing a good job, they're just going to stick with him for a bit, and then all of a sudden they're using something. It's a pain in the butt to try to use one of theirs running backs as a fantasy on your fantasy. Yeah, because like you never know in yeah. a week which one they're going to use. Yeah, you have no idea. Uh, I drafted Sonny Michelle either last year or the year before, and yeah, I had I had weeks where oh he did really good, and then there was weeks where I was like, man, I got, I, I should have put him on the bench or I should have had him in my starting lineup, but you just you never know. Yeah, um, but what but, I was going to say with sorry, go ahead. What I was going to say with Damian Harris though. Is if he'd be on like any other team that's not like the Patriots and cycles through running backs like that, like put him on the Dolphins, which I get Dolphins have, uh, what's his name, Miles Gasson, mm-hmm. whatever. But like put him on a team like the Dolphins, who's like one running back centered, Titans, one running back centered, Panthers, one running back centered. Put him on a team like that where he gets like, you know, 20 plus touches, 20 a game. plus touches a game. I feel like he'd have the potential to be like top fifteen back, something yeah. like that. But no. yeah, go on what you were saying. So, so my biggest issue is we know the defense is going to play better. They they had so many guys opt out last year because mm-hmm. of COVID. Then they went out on a spending spree and got. I mean, they spent. They probably spent the most in free agency this year. Out of any team, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And I just. So I'm not worried about their defense. I'm not saying they're going to be the best in the league or anything, but I'm not worried about their defense doing their part. I'm honestly, if Cam Newton can stay healthy from day one, like he don't have any nagging injuries and, mm-hmm. he, and he starts out okay, I'm not even worried about Cam Newton. I'm worried about their receivers. They, like that. I can't even... Really, off the top of my head, without knowing if they got anybody in free agency, which I think they did, I just can't put a... Finger on it, whatever. Can you look up that list? I'm gonna look it up right now. The receivers and stuff, but like that's how like since like Edelman, Amendola, Hogan, you know, all of them left. Their receivers have been like Brandon Cooks. Their receivers have been well under par. Yeah, I know, and that's that was that was a big issue last year. Is their receivers were not like. Cam Newton wasn't wasn't very good, but their receivers were not very good. Yeah, we were talking about I I was listening to one of our episodes. Uh, they got Nelson Aguilar. That was their yeah, big that wide was receiver their, signing. Yeah, which he had a really good year last year too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I, I knew they signed someone, but I couldn't think of them. Yeah. But we were, I was watching or listening to one of our episodes from like last season or whatever. And we were talking about this dude that Cam, you know, liked to throw to or whatever. He was like a rookie, I think, last year or really young. Uh, do you have that list pulled up? Maybe he he's on there. What was he? He was a receiver. Young. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Had that one. Jacoby Myers. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I like I liked Jacoby Myers. We we talked about him a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but they like no like even him he had he had a few good weeks in a row, but he wasn't consistently creating space. Uh, McHugh Harry, I mean, obviously it came out he don't even want to be there anymore. Yeah. And so last year was probably something that he was just didn't feel it wasn't feeling it. Um, but you know, and then but you can still look to Cam wasn't very accurate either at a lot of a lot of points. You know, late in the game, I can't remember exactly what game it was that I was watching. It may have been the Jets, actually. And uh, it was a close game, and he just was not very accurate late in that game. So you can put a little bit of blame on Cam, but I feel like now with having two tight ends that are just... They're they're quite a ways above average. Oh, yeah. And with a running game, I feel like Cam Newton and that running game are going to wear defense out, and then you're going to have... Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith create space in the middle, and your wide receivers are going to do damage on the outside. And honestly, if you put it all together the right way, it's it's a tough offense to stop because Cam Newton can be very efficient running the ball. Then you still got good running mm-hmm. backs, got they, two really good tight ends that yeah. can block if they have to. Yeah. Uh. The only. Like we 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 were talking about it, right? But like. Their depth at the receiver is the only thing they need to work yeah. on, and other than that, and, and I think they're golden. Like I, I do think Mac Jones will start if he's more accurate in the outside throws, mm-hmm. because that's where that's where Cam Newton's been a little bit. Uh, that's where he struggled on more than anything is is throwing to to the sidelines. But, yeah. So I do feel like it'd be a little bit of a different offense because your quarterback can't run. But I, I do feel like if throughout training camp and preseason, Mac Jones looks like he can make those throws a lot more consistent. Belichick's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, I think that could be a situation where you're like, yeah." But I mean, as of right now, I would say go with Cam Newton. But yeah, I, we'll see. I, we'll see how the training camp goes and all that stuff. But and I, I've always been a fan of Cam Newton. I really hope he has a has a good year. And they got him for so cheap right now; it's mm-hmm. it's unreal. For, especially for a former MVP, he was an MVP right yeah, yeah. MVP, former MVP Super Bowl it seems like ever since he didn't I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last year it seems like ever since that Super Bowl where he didn't dive in for that fumble well it wasn't just a fumble he got I think he got beat up more in that game he he had his whole career yeah what like, he just got hit like, and hit and yeah hit. Vaughn Miller like absolutely Dominated that yep. offensive line that night and stuff. And that that that'll mess with it with a quarterback's head when he lost all trust in his teammates. He lost trust in his O line, and I don't think he ever got past the the just totally relying on his teammates. I feel like if you watch it, there's a few plays last year with the Patriots where he tries to do too much, mm-hmm. and I feel that comes back to never gaining trust again. Like that's I, I don't think he ever. Fully trust his teammates again. Yeah. All right. You got anything you add on the Patriots? 
Well, Stefan Gilmore. Oh, okay. You do have more. I thought you were done. Stefan Gilmore is, is another guy. I'm very curious to see if another team, let's say the Packers, all they need is another corner. Can you imagine putting Gilmore Stephon Gilmore with Jair Alexander? Alexander? The yeah. Packers could do it. That'd be like, I know, they like, it doesn't seem like they're too... Uh, the Packers are literally, last year, were a cornerback away from being in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Like, shoot. We got a, my cousin Terry, a huge yeah. pack friend. He would, he makes TikToks and stuff. And he goes on and on. He has, like, three TikToks, like, in, like, a week saying on how much he, like, dislikes Kevin King and, like, he should never be in that game, blah, blah, blah. They have... Other another any other corner on that team? Well, you playing know, that, yeah, they could have had spot. any other corner besides Kevin King if they wouldn't have. I don't know, not drafted Jordan Love. I, no, right? <laughs> you take one of the top corners in that draft. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't have Jordan Love, but you're probably in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, like, all, in all reality, I, I honestly believe that you have anybody else playing corner, they're in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But. See, here's the thing. Like, I get it. Like, Aaron Rodgers, like, you guys don't give me weapons, blah, blah, blah. But Aaron Rodgers makes weapons? makes it work pretty darn good with Adams and them. Does he need weapons? You got Devontae Adams, no, who no. you could argue Derek, is... You're not hearing uh, me. No, I, I am. But Look, like, besides you, Adams. You got Devontae Adams, who is arguably the best receiver in the game. Some yeah. would argue different. You got um, Aaron Jones, who is arguably... Top five running back, top top seven. You got always ever since you got to Green Bay, you've had probably at least a top fifteen offensive line, if not top mm-hmm. ten, your whole career. So the only always, thing the only thing had, you haven't had since two thousand ten was that defense. Yeah, but the the you've always had a Greg Jennings, a James Jones, Jordy Nelson, and now Devontae Adams. You've always had that. Even back when they had Jermichael Finley, um, who was the other star tight end that they had for a bit. Now you got this. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Tunyon. Yeah, Robert Tunyon. So you've always had guys you can you can trust. See, yeah. So so I if that is the case, buy, I don't buy that. If you that didn't is give the case, weapons. yeah. If that is the case. Why was Aaron Rodgers so pissed with that pick? I, I mean, I obviously because it was a quarterback, or but yeah, and not. I, I, I didn't want to get on a whole Packers thing here, but but I do think if I'm the Packers and you look at who you have right now, why not go out and get a guy like okay, even Xavier Howard. You know, there's there's two there's two cornerbacks that supposedly the Patriots are are sort of looking around to see if. If there's a if there's a market for Stephon Gilmore and Xavier Howard wants out, so why why wouldn't you be looking? You could even trade one of your pass rushers. I, I would I would give up Preston Smith and a pick in a heartbeat for a guy like Xavier Howard or, yeah. or Stephon Giggs. Because yeah, Stephon, uh, Stephon, Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like they're just like the the gap between how much better they are in their positions between Gilmore and. Smith, yeah, is like ridiculous. So I would easily do that, especially because I Preston Smith is like I don't know. It seems like he's a little bit overrated. He is, but you know, if he'd go to a team like the Patriots, he'd probably be all of a sudden Bill Belichick with a light of fire on him. And I don't know, if, like if I'm the if I'm the Packers, I wouldn't get rid of Zadarius Smith. 
No. Uh, I think. He he needs to stay. Yeah. But. Him but and. I, I would yeah. I would think about getting rid of uh, Preston Smith and a few picks for a guy, for a, for a all-pro corner. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have anything to lose. You're in the Super Bowl. A year ago, you're in the Super Bowl with, with a corner like that. I mean, that's just a. Xavier Howard or Gilmore covering that. Scotty Miller halftime. Well, what what are you gonna do? You got so if you look at their defense, you got a pretty solid pass rush for the most part. Your linebackers, I I don't trust their linebackers just a whole lot. Yeah. But then with with Jair Alexander, even with Kevin King, you still have a really good cornerback, cornerback uh, mm-hmm. group. Then you got Adrian Amos and uh, what's the Darnell Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really yeah. two solid safeties. Now, yep. with Savage, he's young, so another year of experience, he's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. So if you add a guy like that, like, I mean, can you imagine having Jair Alexander, who's arguably a top three, top five corner, and then with- add arguably the best corner in Xavier Howard or Stephon Gilmore? One is a defensive player of the year, and the other one's argued to be the best corner in the league. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nuts, because, okay... Here's my. We're going back to the draft, right? Yeah. Jordan Love pick. Did they think that Jordan Love's talent was so great no. that like they knew that they knew it was a project that like so, they couldn't pass him up, or was it like so, you said a project? So before they drafted him, even though they were in the uh, NFC Championship game before that, mm-hmm. um, they went ahead and were like, and if you looked at. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, three previous years before they drafted Jordan Love, there was a slight decline. Not a big one, because Aaron did not fall off a cliff or anything like that. Yeah. There was a slight decline in his play. In his numbers every year. Yep. And then they drafted Jordan Love, and he... And MVP. lit a fire under him, an MVP, and he derailed their plans. They probably wanted... The, the plan was to have Aaron Rodgers for two years and then start Jordan Love. Well, Aaron Rodgers was just going to speed that process up by saying, look... I'm out of here a year early. To me, and this is this is and I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to diss the Packers or anything like that, but to me, if if Aaron Rodgers or if the Packers if Jordan Love is who they drafted him to be, if he would be what, what he's supposed to be, they'd probably actually let Aaron Rodgers go. But they, but know, they don't they but don't they, they, but they, they know, know that he hasn't shown him much. Yeah, what is he like third string quarterback? Yeah, well, this year he's backup. Yeah. I mean. But they know that there's nothing there. Devonte Adams, there's a reason Devonte Adams was wanting out of Green Bay as if soon as he If he'd know and see something out of Jordan Love, he would stay. Exactly, because he knows his production's not going to go down. So either Devonte Adams will stay if he's the highest paid receiver, but he's not going to be paid like just some other receiver and then still have Jordan Love throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I I just I think uh, with with Stephon Gilmore, I think there's there's a chance that some somebody could make a move. I, I'm gonna the Packers would be who I would if I'm the Packers. That's I'm targeting one of those two players. No, that's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, this is the AFC East and Packers division. Yeah, ba- basically, yeah, yeah. We're we're throwing the Packers in there with them. It's a five team division. Yeah. Kind of um, just went there. Yeah. But 
Unless you have something else. I'm good now. I just, I just. The bills. We had, what was it? I want to say it was like three weeks in a row when we first started the podcast last year. That it was like three of Josh Allen's worst weeks. It was really close. And, and remember and, remember the Titans, The one of the weeks the Titans had all their COVID issues. And, and like they were they, out for like, I think it was a two-week, like, like they two didn't week practice or anything for like two weeks, yeah. yeah. And then had a and then had an evening game and just, I mean, obliter- obl- <laughs> obliterated, obliterated the Bills who the were Bills. at the time like a top team. I think that's actually when it started, like that week, and then like the next two or three games, Josh Allen did not play up to his, like you know. Whatever. So. Well, I think it, I think it was a week. Before, if I remember, it was a week before that, and then that game, and then the next week that he sort of sputtered. Okay, maybe. And then after that, he really picked it up. But. And then he picked it up, right? So, yeah. Other than that, you know, we were talking about start of the show, Madden ratings, bull crap. He is, in my opinion, like I put him like. Just outside the top five, right? Quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would. There is a scenario where I put him at number one. Like, who would you put ahead of him? Mahomes, Brady. Would you put Brady ahead of him? As far as talent goes, barely. Well, so if I'm looking at just just strictly, I'm not looking at anything. They've anything done like that. I'm looking at just talent. Yeah. I mean, Josh obviously. Allen. But now, now here's the thing. Would you rather have Brady in his in his he turned forty four today mm-hmm. the goat turned forty four today Would you no. rather have him for the next five years or would you rather have Josh Allen for the next five years? Josh Allen. Yeah. So even, even though you know for the next two years at least this year anyway you're still gonna have a better chance at competing for a Super Bowl with Brady. In five years, though, he's going to be 47. He probably won't even be playing. No, in five years, he's going to be 49, bro. He turned 43? He turned 44 today. The GOAT, Tom Brady, is turned 44 today, seeking his eighth Super Bowl of his career at 44 years of age. So, get this. So, you know who else's birthday was today? No, I don't. Zach Wilson. You know how old he is? 23. 22. 22. Which means he's exactly double the age as a rookie in the NFL. And he's still kicking it. He, he's actually... Uh, I've seen, a, I seen a, a picture of uh, Trevor Lawrence. And if you combine Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson's age, they're still younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so since we're talking about Tom Brady anyway, you know, he actually, there's there's a report in practice that he got real pissed at his teammates, threw his helmet on the ground, kicked the ball, there's that. and and was swearing at his teammates. And I love that. I, I love that at 44 years old, this dude is still wanting it as bad as anybody else in the league. It's his desire to be great. It's, yep. it's just his desire to win. So if we're actually talking about NFC East, Packers, and Tom Brady tonight. Yeah. But great yeah. episode. Yeah, it great is great episode. Yeah. Um, but no, when I just 
Tom Brady is is something else, and I I I could talk about him for hours as far as what what he does to the game of football. Um, honestly, the other thing is you look at guys like like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. Like all these guys are gonna want to do what Tom Brady's done. Like they're gonna want to mm-hmm. take care of their bodies. They're gonna want to play till they're in their mid forties, like he's doing, and do it at a high level too. And he's showing everybody that you know what, it's very possible if you take care of your body, even with even with a bad knee injury early, you know, fairly early in his career, he's still playing to his forties. Some guys would won't even make it to their. Is he the oldest player to ever play? How late did Favre play? Mm, Favre was done at like forty, I think. So but you think I, I'm going to say it was older than him? You think? Yeah, I'm talking quarterbacks. Quarterbacks? Uh, I'm not sure without looking at it. So actually. you think that he's going to retire within the next five years? Yeah. I would. Like I, I would actually say there's a good chance he'll retire after, maybe not this year, but next year. I don't. I don't think he'll play until he's not good anymore. You think he's? I, I think he, as, as think... soon as he t- can tell that he can't hardly compete anymore, then he's done. But like judging from last year, doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon. Yeah, but I'm telling you, when you're in your forties, that can it can happen like that. You seem like you know, Derek. You're not forty yet. What are you talking about? I feel like it sometimes. <laughs> Oh, um, no, but if you look at like like look at Peyton Manning, the last year on the Broncos, the dude fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady's not gonna let himself do that. I don't think Tom Brady. I will. think Tom Brady wants to end like off of a really good season. I I think he could potentially if he goes back to back Super Bowls with a new team. I think he could retire off of off of a Super Bowl. Says I'm just done. Eight Super Bowls. Nobody's touching that. Patrick Mahomes, as Dude. good as he is, Josh Allen, as good as he is, none of those guys are touching that. Nobody, nobody is gonna get seven. I don't even think they'll get seven. A team might, but a quarterback won't. If Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs would have beat the Patriots the year that the Patriots played the Rams, I think. Because the Chiefs played the Patriots in that AFC Championship game, so and I think Patrick Mahomes was starter. If they would have, if the Chiefs would have beaten the Patriots, and the Chiefs would have then beaten the Rams, mm-hmm. you think that there would have been a shot? No. Because at what his fifth year in the league is this Mahomes' fifth year in the league? I think so. He'd have two Super Bowls under his belt. Doesn't matter. They just paid him. Eventually, they're. Travis Kelsey's going to be up for a new contract. Um, Tyreek Hill is going to be up for a new contract. Um, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That team can't line. be that good for that long. So, something that, that nobody talks about with Tom Brady either is the team-friendly contract deals that he... he oh, does. yeah, he takes... Ma- he's good enough to have the best contracts out there, and he takes massive, massive pay, cuts. pay cuts. You know, that that's something else. Aaron Rodgers... And I, and I, and I love Aaron Rodgers. Like I mm-hmm. think he's one of the... the Funnest players to watch, and he's he's a he's a different he's a different guy, and I, I I like how different he is compared to some other people. But he came out and said that the Packers didn't keep this guy or this guy or this guy. Well, Look at the money you're making. He didn't say, "Hey, I'll take less money if you keep this guy." He never that that never 
came out. Like, even, uh, who was it? Maybe it was for Julio. I think, may, I think I'm pretty positive it was for Julio. I could be wrong. But, like, Tannehill reconstructed his, yeah. or Henry, Tannehill or Henry reconstructed their contracts. To make room for yeah. cap space and stuff and like that. I've never heard of Aaron Rodgers doing that. Uh, you know, and then you look at Mahomes. He he got one of the richest deals ever. And he reconstructed too. Yeah, he had to because they weren't going to sign anybody else with what they originally agreed on. Half a billion dollars. And uh, how much is that per year? What was that for? Like ten years? Yeah, I mean, it's a ten-year contract. At I'm not sure what it is per year, but. It's at least thirty some million a year. Is it fifty million a year? I don't think it's that. It's, that's pretty outrageous because I'm not sure what their cap hit is at, but you do have a um yeah you can't go over your cap space or whatever. You have I mean, a salary technically cap. that would come out to fifty million a year because it's ten ten years, right? Yeah, but the way it's constructed, it doesn't come like guaranteed money isn't that and. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm 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 not sure how we're not that smart. Yeah, but yeah, apparently this is a Tom Brady Chiefs AFC East Packers Aaron Rodgers episode. I love making this podcast. We dude. keep we keep adding things as we go. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of where I was getting to. Back to Tom Brady though. Mm-hmm. Like, do you honestly believe there's another quarterback right now that you would believe is gonna? Get eight. Touch. Seven. I'm saying seven. No. That, I mean, Because yeah. for me, it's even hard to believe that anybody's going to play as well, long as er- he Everybody's like, well, Mahomes is so good that he's going to compete for the GOAT. Well, he might. Well, But what he just people don't understand is other teams too. get better, too. Like, it's not like the Chiefs are just by themselves going to just stay a... Stay the best team in the yeah, league for that. Like other teams are going to get better. And like gonna... you were saying, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, everybody else has got to get money. Tyron Matthew, they're yeah. That defense, uh, Chris Jones. Offensive and defensive coordinator is going to come and go. Like yeah, that like, stuff's all going to change. And I, like I honestly, I don't even believe that they'll be in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, you said that already. Like you. And the reason I don't, it's not because I, it's not even a knock to them or anything. It's that it's so hard to get there. To do it three times in a row is almost unheard of. Even though, like the more tape, even though Jim Kelly did it three, four years in a row with the Bills. Did he really? Yeah, and lost all four of them. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, it is. After like the third year, if Titans would do that and lose every one of them after like the third year, it may not have been four years in a row. I might be missing some facts there, but he did go to four and lose. That that'd be depressing. Yeah, it would be. Uh, but yeah, like. The more the Chiefs play with that team and the more people start figuring them out. Yeah. Like, okay, so they're obviously really fast. Legion of Zoom. They got Tyreek Hill, McCole Hartman, Travis Kelsey. Everybody's fast on that team, right? So you see people uh, get those faster defenders and stuff to, like, uh, who was it? Was it Broncos? That got like those two fast corners, maybe. Uh, they drafted one. Or was one. it the Raiders? I I don't know. I don't know, but like 
I don't know either. It's just like people are gearing up, like they they're fi- they're figuring out how to stop the Chiefs so, and stuff and like that, like that. And everybody, everybody in the league watched that Super Bowl and mm-hmm. they seen okay, this is how you beat Patrick Mahomes. Pass rush and make so he has zero time. Yeah. And and here's what here's what nobody nobody's talking about that is a Tom Brady effect. It doesn't happen. Rarely does it happen, and especially not after a Super Bowl does it happen. But Tom Brady's got his teammates completely bought in to this is a team, and with this team we can win another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Why else would all twenty two starters come back? I mean, that's I mean, ne- think about has that. that ever happened? I don't before? know that that's ever happened before after a Super Bowl win that all twenty two starters have come back, and that means somebody. That means people were taking pay cuts. That means. Everybody was doing team-friendly deals to keep that team together. Even if it's just for one more year, it's like... To me, that's the Tom Brady effect. Uh, and, and I don't think Patrick... Even though players want to play with Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he has that leadership. Yeah. I, I think Tom Brady sets himself apart with his leadership. Like, people that say Tom Brady isn't the GOAT must be brainwashed or something and not seeing what he's done for the last... What is this? Is this his 20th? 20... 22nd? Something like that. It's been so long, we don't even know. I, mean, I know. He's literally played with uh, some of the pe- some of the uh, t- players he's playing with now, he played with their dads. No joke. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, it's kind of like LeBron. Yeah. Because, uh, I just saw something on ESPN that some of LeBron's kid, Bronny, College teammates yeah. are in the NBA now. Well, he's not in college. His high school teammates. His high school teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Are in, are in the NBA now. And so, like... Whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to get started on... Like, this is not an NBA podcast or anything. No, it's not. But Michael Jordan has to go. <laughs> Just saying. I will never admit to LeBron <laughs> being the GOAT. Ever. So we added basketball into this episode. <laughs> I, think Giannis, that's what, that's, I think Giannis is the goat. You think Giannis I'm is the goat? What? I'm kidding. Give him a few. Give him. Give him. Give him a little bit. Yeah. Who Giannis? Oh, oh yeah. He ain't gonna touch that. You don't think nobody's he's gonna, gonna touch? Nobody's gonna touch Jordan. Oh. Six zero in the finals. Nobody's gonna touch him. Wait, he's six zero in the finals. Here, here. I actually didn't so, know that. So. So, since we're talking about this anyway, even though this is AFC East, but so if you really want to know how hard it is to win a championship in major league sports, go watch The Last Dance. Michael Jordan's documentary with the Bulls. I still haven't watched that even. So, is it still on Netflix? Twice they do a three peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if you look at the pressure and the stress and everything they go through to do that, that's with, that's with like 15 guys on a roster. And the NFL has 50. It's way harder, in my opinion, to do something like that in the NFL than it is in the NBA. But point is, even in the NBA, it is so tough because you have injuries and all this stuff. But Michael Jordan is a GOAT, in my opinion, for having a three-peat twice. Two different times. And I saw something, again, not an NBA podcast, but since we're talking about it anyway. Well, I, I'm just, like, what I was referring to is, so, 6-0, and oh, and that's like, that's unheard of. Um, the record for the most finals is like 12. I think Bill Russell has it. And Tom Brady's been to 10 Super Bowls. Put that in perspective. It's easier to get to a championship game or to make it to the finals than it is to get in a Super Bowl. 
And yet, uh, Tom Brady has still been there as much as most players ever get. Like, of your legendary basketball players. Yeah. So, one of the reasons I would never say LeBron is the GOAT, number one, he's, he's just a douche. I don't like him. He's, uh, uh, that's not the main reason, right? Because you always diss on me for, for thinking that I, the reason I'm so down on players because I don't like him. Not true. Like, uh. He's just not, uh, see, Michael Jordan has more of that Tom Brady, like, you know, Tom Brady wants to win. He has that desire. Tom Brady, I mean, Michael Jordan seems like he had that same mentality type thing more yep. than LeBron ever has or will. And yeah. another thing, Michael Jordan had, I think like the only, I think I could be wrong. You would know more than I would. But I think Michael Jordan, the only like other star legend player he's ever played with, was Scottie Pippen, right? And look who LeBron needs to get in order to win. He had to get traded to the Heat with, you know, the big. Well, he just signed with the Heat. Yeah, he get traded. Signed with the Heat to, you know, get with the big three: LeBron, Wade, uh, and Bosh. Then he went to back to the Cavs. The Cavs one was probably. The main one where he didn't have anybody else, really. I mean, yes and no. Like if you compare him to, yeah, he didn't have what the Warriors had. No, he didn't have didn't have a uh, uh, Steph and Clay and KD and stuff. But he had Kevin Love, who when Kevin Love went to the Cavs was the best center point or power forward in the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, the dude was doing twenty rebounds nonchalant, twenty twenty games. Um, Kyrie Irving, one of the best ball oh, I forgot about in the Kyrie game. Like, I was yeah. thinking J.R. Smith, I'm Shumpert, those Yeah, you had some some guys, but even those guys when when they when they originally went to the Cavs, they were they were really good role players. Yeah. Now J.R. Smith has some like sometimes I'm not sure he knows he's on the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes to the Lakers, right after the Cavs went to the Lakers, yeah. gets AD. Or first year doesn't even make a playoffs. I think that was the first time that was, that was without AD. The yeah, first year. that was the first time he hasn't been to the finals in like a certain amount of years. It was like eight years. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, he goes gets AD and you know Rajon Rondo, a couple of these other players win the finals. Come back again. They miss out. Now this year they go out get Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, who's, you know... Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore. Still got I mean, Anthony Davis and all these players. So... Signed Dwight Howard again. Mm -hmm. So, my point being is, like... He has all had all these star players throughout his career. And Michael Jordan only had... Scottie Pippen. Michael Jordan had some pretty good shooters around him. Well, yeah, I know. But, like... I'm just going off of what I saw no, on ESPN. No, I, I agree with like I totally agree with you. I don't I don't think that to me there's not a debate. Yeah. It's two different eras. Um basketball was a completely different game or mostly a different game than it is now. Um LeBron is a legendary, arguably top three player ever to play the game. I and and I don't even say that because of his stats. I say that because of how dominant he was. And durable. You know, until recent years, the dude never got hurt. Like, never. 
And when he did get hurt, he made it overreact. Or, uh, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> okay. All that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. There's no debate. I'm, Michael I'm Jordan not, is the GOAT. Yeah. My, my biggest thing is I, I look at guys like Michael Jordan, Kobe, Tom Brady. Those guys have the attitude. They're going to yeah. do whatever it takes to win. I don't see LeBron doing that. I don't like, either. He's like, he's not as it it just doesn't seem like, it, right. I'm not, I'm not even taking anything away from his talent or anything like that. He just doesn't I, have I that mentality. I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing that. I don't see Russell Wilson doing that. It's it's a rare thing when you have a guy that wants it so bad that he's just going to will himself to to win championships. Will yeah. himself and teams, and and I'll, like I said, it's team, guys can go team up in the NBA, and they still won't touch Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think yeah. about that. Like you can have great players team up. You had, for instance, in the NBA, you had Kevin Durant, KD, or not KD, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and then they had uh, you know, had some Griffin. really good players around them too. Yeah. You know, Blake Griffin, um, Jeff. Jeff Green. Uh, yeah, Jeff Green. Um, and I think even the Warriors team with KD on it was almost better than the Nets. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Steph. It was way better. But my, my point is, like, you have that right now, and they don't even make the finals. And yeah. I, I know everybody's, oh, they got hurt, they got hurt. Well, I don't care. They, they still didn't make the finals. Players get hurt in the NFL, too. Everybody gets hurt. Yeah. So. They still didn't make the finals. Yeah. Again, no debate. Michael I mean, Jordan. Goes. I mean, if people want to hear NBA talk, I can talk NBA. Like, yeah, legit. I can, I can, I can too. We'll, we'll throw that in there. I'll, I, I'll, I know enough. I'm not near as a NBA buff type, like dude. Like, I don't know as much about the NBA as I do the NFL. But I, I, I keep up with the NBA. Like, I mean, yeah. So, like, I, could, I could talk NBA. I was rooting hard for Milwaukee this past year. You know, with the finals, that was. I love seeing Giannis win with the team that drafted him. Sort of suck at LeBron. Um, mm-hmm. That's honestly how I felt. Yeah. Um, okay. Last NBA topic before we actually talk about the Bills, right? Are we still waiting to talk about the Bills? Yes. I mean, we started on the Josh Allen thing. Whoever listens to this episode and is wanting to hear about the Bills, it's going to be so mad at us. <laughs> I know. Um, do you think Kobe is top three? Or top five. See, the NBA is weird. It, it really is. I I don't feel like... The NFL has changed a little bit, but it hasn't changed enough to where you're like, back then it was completely different than it is nowadays. The NBA is completely different than it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. For instance, Bill Russell has never talked about the GOAT. And he's got like 12 rings. Why not? I, I don't get it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, but he's got 12 rings. But he's never talked as the best player in the world. Or ever. Because, I, I, I don't know. Like, for any other... So, I don't know. For, like, any other... Like, for so, NFL, 12 rings? So, no. you, you, people are like, would you consider Kobe, like, the best player, or the third best? Well, he's not... He don't lead the league in, in points. LeBron is actually higher on that list than Kobe is. Um... He's doesn't have as many rings as Michael Jordan. Um, Tim Duncan's got just as many as as him. 
Um, then there's uh, Larry Bird and Magic both have more rings than he does, so you can't really say, well, he should be above them. And, yeah, it's like one thing after the other. And I, Hakeem was, you know, a legend mm-hmm. for years. I would put him, like, there's no question he's top ten. Well, no, like I, like, I don't know where, I, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know where to put him because the NBA goes, has, has changed so much from the, from uh, Larry Bird and Magic to where it is now. Which, like, would you not say he played in, like, both old era and Kobe? New era? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Because he played with Michael Jordan and then he played up until, when did he retire? Uh, wasn't that long ago, was it? It wasn't, but, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he really played in both because I feel like it started changing with Jordan. Like, Jordan didn't cause it to change, but that's sort of where it started. Now, it really was Steph Curry shooting threes. It drastically changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm-hmm. it really... But it was sort of heading that way. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it, the NBA is so hard to... Oh, this guy's better than this guy, but... Like even even everybody loves. I I honestly I get sick and tired of uh, hearing is LeBron better than Jordan. Well, I don't know. Nobody knows. The game was played completely different back then. Like, yeah, I know. My my personal feeling is LeBron would not be as good as he is in in uh, Michael Jordan's NBA. Yeah. Like if if LeBron was was in Michael Jordan's era, my feeling is he wouldn't be as good. But I I. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Nothing to do with, like, their actual skills on the court. But my last topic of NBA, LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's Space Jam movie. Ten times better than LeBron's Space Jam movie. Have you watched it yet? Yeah. Not impressed. No. But, then again, it's a kid's movie. I mean... I enjoyed both of them, but like, I didn't really. I, it was it was weird, and honestly, I went back and watched Michael Jordan's, and I was like, eh, that's weird too. I was like, yeah. The I, only thing different about the only thing like better about the LeBron one was like you know obviously because they're years apart and stuff that just it was better quality better as far quality as and yeah, stuff but like that. I don't know. It, it was yeah. I like I watched that and was like. I I really didn't like that. I watched like the new one, and I was like, I didn't like that. I'm gonna go back and see if Michael Jordan's was any better, and I did. And I was like, huh, I didn't really like that one either. Probably because I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> I I don't know, but does that mean I honestly honestly I hated I hated that LeBron's like I have to put a Space Jam movie out. I mean, I have no issue with him doing a movie, but like, but, like an why exact space, same like, one. Why, why try to do what Michael's already done? Like to me, I'm like. So was that actually? LeBron that wanted that movie. Yeah, I mean he pushed for it. Like why? Why not create your own movie? Do something different. Like, Shaq, Shaq has a movie out, or I mean he did years ago. I don't remember what it's called actually, but he's got a movie out that I watched, and it's probably pretty lame too. But he wasn't trying to do anything like Michael Michael Jordan. Um, shoot, someone else, someone else did a movie too. I can't think of his name, but. Um, to me, I'm just yeah. I, I didn't see the point of trying to do what Michael Jordan did. That that was my issue with that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, should we get back to the Bills? Bills. Okay, so we were talking about Josh Allen, whatever. 
Great quarterback. Got snubbed out of his Madden ratings. Um, so dumb. Um, I think Bill's team, I I can't remember exactly what I had. I think I had him at three in my power rankings. Yeah, we had, uh, we had Chiefs and Bills swap because I had the Bills at number two. Yeah, and I had them at three. So, I'm, you know, they're up there. Like, I think they're top five team. Obviously top three team. But we'll see what happens after training camp. The um, the receiving core is I they got Cole Beasley love the guy you know my man sticking up for you know freedom and such uh, his COVID his COVID stand yeah. you know what I like the Bills better than the Chiefs defense offensive line no because they got Mitchell Trubisky I kid I kid. They should, um, they should trade Mitchell Trubisky to the Colts. They, Colts, they were ta- might, they were, Colts might be desperate. In they there, were honestly. talking about it. Okay, so let's finish this Bills topic first, and then I can go on something else. All right. So, Bills, right? Defense, um, what do you think they needed in that AFC Championship game against the Chiefs in order to pull it out? What, do you, what were they missing that didn't quite get them to the Super Bowl? I think a pass rush. The pass rush? Yeah. Because I, I just, I feel like, so your, your two main things to get where you want to go, and as far as if you're a GM and you start a team, is beef up your O-line and get a pass rush. Like, those are the two things, because without a good O-line, no matter how good a quarterback you have, you're never going to compete. Because if your quarterback's running around for his life all the time, then that's not going to do any good. Even if he's Patrick Mahomes. We've seen that in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then if you don't have a pass rush, well, how bad were the Titans? How bad was the Titans defense last year, even with how good their offense was? That, it was like it was, dead last, right? Almost, yeah. yeah. And that was a huge part of why they didn't contend. They only had 19 sacks last year. Yeah, that is, that is pathetic. The Raiders, look at the Raiders. i actually seen something. The Raiders have 60 sacks over the last three years. That is dead last. Last three or four years since Gruden got there, whatever that is. What team was it? I just saw the stat today. Uh, I can't think of the team, but they had like 50 something sacks last year. Oh, just, uh, I think it would have been the Steelers, wasn't it? Maybe. It might have been because I was because watching. I feel like the Steelers were like getting after the quarterback like nobody's business last year. but I, Until, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, so. To me, those are the two main things, and the, the Bills got a pretty solid O line, but I feel like their pass rush would have would have probably put them over the top. Yeah, but I I I, I agree. But there again, I, I I look at the Bills, and I'm like, so they were that close, so they're definitely seeing after watching after what the Buccaneers did to the Chiefs. I mean, I'm going back, and I'm literally obviously I'm doing the exact game plan, but as you know, the Chiefs are going to make. Adjustments too. They're gonna make adjustments so that people can't go to that game plan and just totally destroy them. But you need a pass rush to to do anything, and I I, I think I think they're set offensively. I I feel like they could. I will say this: they could really use a star running back. Like yeah, I don't think Devin Singletary is that it factor back that they no, need. No, I think he's a like he's a nice back, mm-hmm. but he's not like. Uh, Alvin Kamara or McCaffrey or no, he would be, no, Saquon. No, it'd be really good for that for them. 
Damian Harris. He said he'd be a really good back for them because, like I said, he's got potential. All right. Well, I for, mean, the, for those pa- listening, keep an eye on Patriots. I don't think Patriots would. They're same division. No, I know, but keep an eye on Oh, yeah. So if, like, Damian Harris has, like, a breakout year, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. No, I, I I think the Bills are in a good spot. I, I think with uh, making the type of playoff run that they made last year, I, you know, that that's sometimes what you need. You need that experience. And I, I don't think Josh Allen's going to take another huge leap, but, you know, from year two to three, he took a massive leap. Mm-hmm. And I do think he's going to get better. He's going to have another year with Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley's a really good uh, slot receiver. Um yeah, I, I like what they did. I I think, uh, yeah, get a little bit of a pass rush and they're in business. Yeah, agreed. They got another chance. I think they got another chance this year to take the ship. And, and honestly, you know, I'm probably going to be dead wrong about them as far as like, the, build, or the Chiefs are probably just going to uh, bend them over and spank them when it comes to the AFC Championship game. But... Hey, don't be counting out other AFC teams. <coughs> Titans. <laughs> but oh, you, dude, good job. You you waited till now to throw the Titans into the. Pot. I think that's a record, guys. That's gotta be a record. Wait, you, you waited. You waited a long time. I mean, I actually, did throw in Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, but like you, like the Titans in general, though, you waited like a long time. Clap it up. Yeah, good job. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm... Um, he was I, getting all he was getting all red and veins are bulging out and everything. It's like I had to mention yeah. the name, but yeah. So speaking of the Titans, so yeah, that's what we think. We think Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, and then Jets in that division. I think I have them different than you. Well, you probably do, but that's that's my thing. That's it. I think I, mine was Bills. Uh, Did you have the Dolphins out of the Patriots? I think I had the Patriots in, at like 20-something, and you had them like I had 19 a, or 18 or 17-something. No, something. I'm higher than that. I'm like 15, I think, something yeah. like that. I think I had the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. Okay. But, yeah. Um, speaking of the Titans, so not necessarily of the Titans, but like, Let's talk about the Colts a little bit. Seeing as how we already did the AFC South podcast, so we won't be necessarily talking specifically about the Colts or the Titans or whatever. So let's just throw them in real quick. Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson. What are your thoughts, Derek? So I think the Titans are have to be looking at this. This is a golden opportunity. If they have a good September and October, the Titans... I mean, you have that division because so, because at the at the least the Colts are going to be without uh, Carson Wentz for, for st- all of September and a little bit of October and arguably potentially the, longer than that. Yeah, and, and with their best, arguably the best left guard out there. Yeah, left tackle. Is he left tackle? Yeah. Well, maybe not. I could be wrong. I I don't, I, I don't I don't even know right now off the top of my head, but. It's dumb, but I don't. But he's yeah. he's one of the best O line in the game. Yeah, he's he's anchor of that O line. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, the rest of their O line is freakishly good too. But he is by far the anchor and stuff. But yeah, so 
the Eagles are here. Me and Derek were talking about this earlier. But the Eagles are here thinking, like, we cannot get a break with this guy even after we traded him. Because there's a, there's a clause in, like, the trade that if, if he plays 75% of the offensive snap for the Colts, then the Colts need to give them a first-round pick instead of a second-round pick. And now he's going to be out till possibly October, uh, the October Titans game, actually. Which is, like, I think, like, week eight. So, I mean, possibly out to week eight, which is half the season. So, that that's what I'm saying. Like, so if I'm the Titans, I'm looking at this as, like, look, guys, if we can, if we can have a good September and October, we're golden. We got the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, reality, they do. Um... But yeah, I just man, I, I hate it for for Frank Reich because yeah. he's a heck of a coach, and I just it's one of them things where you know you have Andrew Luck retire on you, you know, right before the season starts. <laughs> um, then you have Jacoby Brissett for the rest of that year, and then you go out and get Philip Rivers, and the, you then know he retires on you, and then he retires on you, yeah. And then and, you go get kind of a struggling quarterback with injury problems and stuff, and then. Well, you know, injured. he gets injured. So, yeah, that that's a uh, it's it's just a bad all around deal for the Colts, and and you got a feel for them. And I got a feel it for Carson Wentz too. Like, yeah, he's struggled with injuries throughout his whole career. Well, I mean, injuries are it's part of the it's part of the. Yeah, I know it is. Life. Yeah, like that, that's you're gonna like every every player deals with injuries and and some players just aren't durable and and Carson Wentz may just have to sit back and realize that look maybe I just need to be a backup because if I can't stay healthy then why why try to keep trying to be a, a starting quarterback who was it uh what's his name oh yeah Jake Locker Titans quarterback back in like he was I think he was the quarterback before Mariota, right? So, he retired at like 25 years old. Maybe a little older or something like that because of injury. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't feel like it was worth it or whatever that. Because he got injured a lot. Now, I'm not saying Carson Wentz should go retire because he's got talent, right? A lot more talent than what Jake Locker did. But maybe he, Carson Wentz should have that sit-down moment and like, you know, just realize that he's not as durable as what, you know, he may have thought or whatever. But how crazy is that that Nelson and Carson Wentz have, like, the exact same injury on, like, the same day? That that was, like, yeah, you just know this is not their year. Like, that's, that's, like, what are the chances of that even? Way too much to put it in percentage, like the like, the numbers or whatever, but, yeah. What are you looking up? Something that um, we talked about earlier today as well. So, you know, everybody... Are we done talking about Colts? Yeah. You got anything else? No, I'm good. So, being as we just threw all kinds of crap in this <laughs> in this podcast, I figured I was going to bring something else out. So, I was thinking about it today, you know, with this whole injury thing with Carson Wentz. Um, I was thinking that when is the last time that a quarterback has been drafted number one overall or been the first quarterback taken and won a Super Bowl? 
hasn't happened very often. No, only so I started, two. So I started going back. Or even MVP. Peyton Manning at 90, in 98 was, ta- was taken number one. One Super Bowl. He had a bunch of MVPs. Mm-hmm. Tim Couch never won a Super Bowl as a starter. In 1999, Michael Vick in 2001 never won a Super Bowl. Don't think he ever won MVP either. <laughs> David Carr, 2002, never won a Super Bowl or MVP. 2003, Carson Palmer never won a Super Bowl or MVP. Eli Manning, finally, he did win two Super Bowls, no MVPs. But that was that was pretty rare. Alex Smith, no Super Bowl or MVPs. Jamarcus Russell, huge bust. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, never won a playoff game. No MVPs. Sam Bradford, lost starting job. And then Cam Newton did win an MVP but and made the Super Bowl, but since then he's been below average. Andrew Luck, never won a Super Bowl or MVP. Jameis Winston and Jared Goff, one played in the Super Bowl, the other one is considered a bust. Baker Mayfield so far has not. And obviously you have Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. What I'm getting at is you have Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence as your last two arguably great quarterbacks taken. Mm-hmm. And look at who His, they're... History is saying good chance they're not going to win anything. Yeah, they may be good. They may be, but history is telling me once in a while it does happen, but the number one quarterback does not have MVPs or Super Bowls come his way very often. Just it's just something that I, I was thinking about. There's today. a good re- there's a like a like, there's a reason that they were taken number one. It's because the I, team that they're I drafted feel, to sucks. I feel like a defensive player or or a different type like a different position actually has more value to a team than taking a quarter than taking the first quarterback that everybody's telling you to get. Like I, I'm starting to believe that. I'm starting to believe that when people are telling you, you should take this quarterback, you should be like, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to take a different position. And then when my team is a little bit better, then I'll draft a quarterback. Yeah, because like Jaguars. There's a reason they had the first pick in the draft. Andrew Luck was, was, was the best. Everybody kept raving. He's the best prospect to come out of the college that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Never won MVP. Never won a Super Bowl. Wasn't didn't play in the Super Bowl. Won what one or two playoff games ever? Something like and that. And yeah. retired early because of injuries. Mm-hmm. That was the best prospect ever. Now we'll see what happens with Trevor Lawrence. The best prospect for years since high school. And yeah, we'll see. Anyway, just a thought I had. Figured since we're talking about everything else, I'll throw that in there. Yeah. Crazy episode. I yeah. think we're going to end the episode now. We've been going for like an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. Longest episode ever. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun episode. Went from NBA to... Here's the funny thing about this whole episode. It was AFC. That title is going to be AFC East. I would make the title AFC and a bunch of other stuff, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of other stuff, but... Yeah, the recording's fixing the end, so this is going to be a quick outro. So, uh... Give us a follow. (laughs) Give us a follow on Instagram and stuff. Fun episode. See you guys in the next one.